one thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show. But at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, well, you know, best, I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is that is sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inch. Joining me on the show, we got Shelton J. What's happening, man? How y'all doing? Good doing. Fine, brother. Uh, Nikki Dusay. What's going on? What's going on? FIFO 24-7. It's your boy. And joining us, uh, Q uh, will be joining us, I believe, shortly. And Manny, the uh, resident Laker fan, uh, you know, here will maybe joining us as well. Said he was working out, pumping iron, and he got he got he got to get out that uh that wine and champagne he was <laughs> drinking the other night. You seen that goofy ass picture? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you gonna take? But you give a Laker fan one good day. That's, that's all you know. Tweeting about that. We here, baby. We here, baby. Number seventeen, baby. <laughs> Like, bro, if you don't go to bed, I'm like you a, a LeBron <laughs> hater, man. That's why he had a Magic Johnson jersey. <laughs> I'm like, you can't even give him this day. Oh, oh man, oh man, he's stationed on LeBron. <laughs> I'm not a nigga that brought him a championship. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah, we're gonna get into all that. BZ will probably be here too, man. You never know with him. Uh, but they <laughs> they recording dead in gaming uh right now, so. They get a little long-winded over there. So, um, but yeah, so um, we we know you guys are here to hear our uh, reactions to uh, the talking points that came from the, the title, I mean, from the championship uh, that concluded Sunday. Um, we're we're going to try to hold some of that back as much as possible until some of our uh, esteemed guests show up, mainly Q. But uh if they continue to be on CP time, we just we just gonna go with it. Um, but before we get into that, man, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash dead in sports. We appreciate it, man. I, I think we we crossed over ten thousand. Hey, ten thousand, man. That's yeah, that's that's hey, great. So, we sure did. Yeah. Yeah, so much love and um yeah, much love to you guys for that. And uh yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get into the show. Um, well, since we wait on NBA, we'll start with NFL. Uh, first and foremost, COVID cases are still happening in the NFL, mm. changing the whole landscape pretty much. We're having Tuesday night games as we're recording this. The game is probably on right now as far as between the um, Buffalo Bills and I believe the Tennessee Titans. Uh, but yeah, COVID's changing up the whole NFL schedule. I don't know how this changes up as far as fair competition and that conversation. Um, or maybe if COVID will, will force the NFL to shut down if certain players get COVID, like a Patty Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But we'll see. Um, but, uh, but one of the things I wanted to talk about was the Thursday night game mm. as far as the Bucks versus the Chicago Bears. I think I was the only one who actually picked the Bears to win that game. Who I picked? You were... Okay. You were yeah, that that hey uh Dylan, my guy Dylan, call him he's here, call him die. Hey, he, he got he got the facts. He's, he's, he's snitching, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he got the facts. But yeah, um were people overreacting to that Thursday night game as far as Tom Brady's performance? Because we were we were all here oh. as far as me, FIFO, and Ken, we watched the game. I think we were we were just recording one of uh one of the Patreon uh did an audio podcast and stuff like that mm-hmm. for, for that uh, album review. So we watched the Thursday night game and 
I think we got up to the the third or fourth quarter where we were seeing the final drive or the final happenings mm-hmm. of that game. Mm-hmm. And I told FIFA, I looked him dead in his eyes. I was like, bro, I don't see Tom Brady winning this game. Yeah, and, and, and I definitely thought that they had to, they would have an opportunity. Um, yeah, Q's joining us now for those of you that see. But you know what? It was it was interesting, man. And Brady fucked up. Let's just I mean, we're just gonna call it what it is. It happens. Shit happens. We know it happens. We've seen it happen to you know the best, right? And, but, and it was a human thing because we was watching it. We thought it was third down. I did. I did. But I didn't. I knew what down it was. <laughs> I can think it's third down. <laughs> right. Brady can't think it's, it's third down. And he had that little that, that little dumbass look on his face. Like, he thought that they were going to make it fourth down because it was Brady. Yeah. Oh, no, the fourth and Nah, nah, bro. But, um, but, yeah, so would that have made a difference in the game? I'm sure he would have went for the first down instead of the – deeper pass because he thought he had it down to play with, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, he didn't. I think you and I discussed, Nick, afterwards that a lot of people weren't really holding his, his, his feet to the fire for making that critical error. We're talking about a game-winning drive from a veteran quarterback that has won multiple Super Bowl rings. It was like 45-plus game-winning drives. Yeah, you, you don't do that. You don't do that. But he did. It is what it is. They better hope it don't cost well, them. Well, let me ask, like, is the expectation to be perfect? Like, you can't have a my moment. Let me especially say, not. It, this is not like a major situation, right? Like it's like it's a regular season game on a team in a, in, in a year that there is no OTAs, none of that. Like you're still kind of learning on the fly, on the job. Like he's Tom Brady, and I, he's, he's human. I feel like we're saying that just because. He won a Super Bowl with another. No, 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 no. How many? He won a Super Bowl. I'm just saying. No, no, you said a Super Bowl. You put in a lot of disrespect. I'm saying on Thomas Brady's name right now. I'm saying the last time we saw him win a Super Bowl was for another franchise. So what he does with the Bucks, I'm not thinking about the Patriots success. I'm but only that think, travels and, with you. And, and and that's my resume, dog. My resume go everywhere I go. Well, apparently not wins don't either. Because the winds are staying up in, in, in New England. And this is why I got to say, man, fuck Brady. Because you know why? Because this motherfucker, this motherfucker was cussing out the whole offensive line because they, somewhat justifiably so, because they caused a lot of penalties. However, this motherfucker cussed out the whole offensive line talking about they ain't doing their job. How the fuck are we supposed to win games when you ain't doing your job? Well, let me ask you, Mr. Brady. How the fuck are they going to win games when you don't know what down it is? As a quarterback. He don't know what down it is. As a Super Bowl, you talked about all those Super Bowl titles, right? How many of them is it, FIFA? Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it five? Like six? Six titles? And you don't know what the fuck the down is? And then you over there looking like a goofy-ass motherfucker throwing up four? Like, bro, man, get the fuck out of here, bro. You ain't winning shit, all right? All right, let me calm down. Let me calm Look, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Um, what was your question, people? Something about he was this. excusing his ass. Does That's what he was matter? asking. Should we not expect well, him to be perfect? Like, or whatever, it, it, whatever. Is, is the expectation perfection? Yes, uh, with Tom Brady, he yes, came from a is. system for what, perfection. Yes, it is. We expect perfection from I don't know LeBron and other athletes. I don't expect perfection. I'm just saying there's a I level think. of expectation placed on certain athletes when you've done it and proven you can do it multiple times. So there is a level of expectation that comes with that. Although I'm of the mindset that shit happens as well. The thing about it is that we know now 
after. Who won this weekend? Who won this weekend? Uh, who won last night? Who won this weekend, Shelton? What's your team? Who, Carolina? Yeah, he ain't bad. Yeah, yeah, he over here. <laughs> <laughs> what you sipping on? We know in, the, in, <laughs> in that division, it's a three-top oh, of first right now? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I believe. No, 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 that's with the, the AFC North. I think within the NFC South, it's just between the the Saints and the and the Bucks and the Bucks. Okay. Oh no, sir! Let's let's get that right, Nick. It's it's a three way tie. Oh, now you want to participate? So so Carolina's up there too. Yes, all three I, I, of those teams. I, I, are three I, I, two. He, he tried to help you out. I mean, I love to write to him, man. I love to write to him. I said Carolina. Him. I threw you my bad. You know, you you didn't you 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 tried you catch you tried to catch that lob like Kuzma. I you said Carolina. I thought you heard me. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's a three-way tie. So those type of losses, as we see in the NFL, um, can come back to hurt you down the stretch. So that's what that's why we may be looking back at this game as the game that may have kept them out of the playoffs or kept them from winning the division. And to whom much is given, much is expected. We expect a lot from Tom Brady because of the name, but that wasn't the play that lost the game. They lost the game early on with all those penalties and offensive mistakes, and he had a right to go off early because they made some stupid bonehead plays. Uh, That was like that one series was just trash. There was a penalty, at least one penalty on every play. So those are drive killers, and when you got all the momentum like they had in that game – there's no way they should have lost that game. They they beat themselves literally, and yeah, he thought it was he thought, he could he said that he would have went for the first down, but he didn't have nobody open as far as I could see. So what else could you be doing but going for the first down? I I, I didn't see nothing else for him to do. You know, I I'll be petty, man. I'll be like, hey, man, I'm going to Wendy's after here. Give me that four for four. I come to work with four on my shirt. I don't know how many titles LeBron got. Again, it's just more about like, bro, like, I, I hear what you're saying, Sheldon, but at the end of the day, there was a, that drive is what lost him the game. If If he executes on that drive, we're not. We're going to talk about the penalties, maybe, but we're mostly going to be talking about Tom Brady once again makes a game-winning drive, proving that he's the greatest quarterback. All that big sucking shit yeah. that they be doing on ESPN. But here's the thing, though, Nick. In the course of any football game, there's a series of between four to eight plays that determine the course of that entire game, and some of those games have a different. They're, they're different on the priority list of what's really messing you up. And yes, that's on the list, but it's not the main reason why they lost. Yeah, it happened at a critical moment, but, but the, like Shelter said, man, the penalties killed them. You can't over... Look, they're a team that's still kind of, like I said, learning. No OTAs, no real offseason. Older quarterback, new second-year head coach, first-year GOAT legend status type QV coming in. Like it's a lot of lot of moving parts, bro. You still gotta give them a little bit of time. Mistakes like this, bonehead mistakes. Right now, you gotta forgive a little bit. This is not this is not Tom Brady with the Patriots. With the Patriots, yeah, we, we can't forgive it, and we burned them last year. Did we not? Did we not crucify Tom Brady for looking how he looked? No, I only, I was the only one who did it. You can maybe. Y'all be you be soft on you be soft on niggas with rings, bro. You be soft on niggas with rings. Look, I'm, nah, look, I'm, 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 I don't give hey, a fuck. The it's more a rings you got, the more benefit of the doubt you got. 
that, that that's what you earn. You earn that. You earned that. You earned the benefit of the doubt. And man. he and he yeah, he earned that. He earned to hold this L. That's what he's gonna be doing all week. <laughs> Maybe next week too. Okay. Because like, because you talking about this marriage between what's with, up with your guy Joe Burrow? Oh, now he wants to switch topics. Yeah, I sure mm. Now he wants to switch topics. <laughs> you know, he's talking about Bruce Arians, how he may not be the right coach for this team, or Tom Brady might not be the right quarterback for that team, because Tom Brady's throwing like Drew Brees and uh, Philip Rivers out there, where it only yeah, like he could throw past 20 yards. Now, I'm not Come saying on that now. don't look like no Pat Mahomes or, you know, or Russell or Lamar name. But the man, the man looked better than, than, than Philip Rivers. You realize Jameis Why Winston, are you so disrespectful? I'm just saying, you realize Jameis Winston averages more in this offense last year, averages more yards per attempt than Tom Brady? Talk about it. With more weapons? Tom Brady yeah. has more weapons, does he not? Okay, if you want to give me, oh, no, these weapons are hurt. What is Tom Brady known for? Dealing with either less talent or no talent at all? But, 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 but let me ask you this, though. I'm just ha- saying, bro. Ha- has Tom Brady not regressed some? Of course, the man, the man right, is old as time. Like, what, what, what else you got? Wait, I want to make sure we got audio from Q. Q, speak. Say something, brother. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I just saw teeth. I, <laughs> I was just silently like, laughing at y'all, y'all somebody. man. I can't see it. It's a dark room. <laughs> yeah, y'all know by now. <laughs> y'all know by now. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But I want to give a shout out to the Chicago Bears. Hey, Nikki Foles. Hey, hey, Nikki Foles. Once again, he make the Hell right pass. No. He got to win through to win the game. He was trash. Hey, he got the he got the dub. <laughs> That's all that matters. Brady. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about another QB that probably should be getting uh, some criticism too, if more, not more criticism. Jimmy G, mm, his boy. It's, that's not my boy. That's your boy. <laughs> that's not my boy. But it's over for Jimmy G. It's a wrap, bro. Seventy-seven yards. Now I, I I could try to say, you know what? He came off the injury, maybe. Yeah. Right. But yeah. just give him one more week. Is that not fair? Yeah, he deserves at least another week. He, he yeah. deserves. He deserves. He yeah, made it to the Super Bowl, man. He made it to the, he made it to the Super Bowl. The Forty ers made it to the Super Bowl. He just happened to be he, there. He, no, <laughs> he was part of the reason because there right. was a couple of shootouts in last season that if Jimmy G did not show the hell up, they would have lost those games and they may not have had that let number one you, seat. Let me ask you a question: During that Vikings game in the playoffs, when he threw that interception, what did they do for the rest of that game? What did they do for I mean, I'm just asking the question. They ran the fucking ball, and it got them got down to the Super Bowl. Don't tell me Jimmy G is the reason why they well, got here. Let me the ask reason. you this, Nick. Do you think the, if, they, the if they had to throw the ball, I mean, I think they just kept running because they couldn't stop it. If you were playing Madden, you would probably do the same thing. If I throw a pick, yeah, you damn skinny, I'm running the damn ball. <laughs> but, um, but nah, just... Just, it's just not looking good for him. He hasn't been great this season to start. Mm-hmm. But I mean, bro, when you got CJ Beathard and whoever that other motherfucker is, Sutfield, are you any better? Nick Mullins, one of them motherfuckers, uh, in in the game the week before. So I think they may have rushed Jimmy back a little too soon. I think they rushed when they paid Jimmy. That's the rush. Why the fuck is he paying this nigga? Because he mean, got to. Yeah, he got he got paid on. Well, we're not gonna relitigate that um, because I think what they paid him now. I think compared to where the salaries are now. No, I'm just saying like they they gotta be looking for a QB in this upcoming. Yeah, yeah, they are. yeah, yeah. They're, they're back in the QB market. Uh, you know, I think they have to poke and prod and you know lift some rocks and see you know. Somebody's willing to move some things, but uh, it is what it is, man. Like, 
the NFL is psych is cyclical and, and quarterbacks, unless you're the top ten, top eleven, you could be replaced. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that's just the nature of football. Jimmy G had his run. He's not as he's not a great quarterback, but you could win with him. He's a good quarterback. For the most part, when he's healthy, he plays the game where he's not the reason why you lose it. He may not be the reason why you win it, but if you have a stout team, you have a run game or some weapons, you got a defense, you could do some things with Jimmy G. So you guys got to have everything else. But that, but, but, but it Work for Trent Delfer. Exactly. So, so look, Nick, it, and it comes back down to how you build the team and the talent that's available to you. Sometimes you may not have a franchise quarterback that you can put peanuts around and he just elevates everybody like Russell Wilson. Everybody not that. Some people, they can play the game, but they need guys around them. There may be something else going on in, in, in San Francisco that we don't know about. Uh, maybe the offense is too complex for Jimmy to pick up. Uh, you think so? I don't know, but it's possible that there's just a disconnect there. It is pedestrian because it's mostly that's, that's what I say zone runs. Oh, well. no, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the throwing off. Uh, like you telling me if he had a QB like Patty Mahomes or like not even, let's not go that high. If he had a QB like shit, your boy, Ooh. the one that got hurt. Oh, I would even say like a Joe Burrow. You think he would, the offense would be that like who? Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow is an elite. Um, rookie QB, like an elite rookie QB. It will still be the same. Y'all better stop this Joe Burrow talk. I don't know what y'all y'all keep this Joe Burrow talk up. If y'all don't stop, Justin Herbert the guy. The only Hold on, rookie QB. Joe Burrow's the guy. I know you ain't talking Teddy Bridge to another quarterback. Water. Teddy <laughs> Bridge. Can't tell me talking about no quarterbacks to me. Did you watch Teddy Bridgewater this weekend? And he I did. Run. Is he gonna be your franchise QB next year? He's. He, he will be there next year, I hope. <laughs> we in first place. All right. So, calm down. Place. That's all I got to ask. Is he going to last the year? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. He, he, he Joe Burrow wouldn't hold Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater's jockstrap. Come on. Joe Burrow is not Justin Whoa. Herbert. Talking about it too. Which would you prefer? Whoa. Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. Oh, Justin not, Herbert's that dude. Justin Herbert can play, question. bro. He flashes. That dude plays the game the way it should be played. Who has a better team around him, though? Let me tell you, Justin Herbert does not have an offensive line. He does not have a running back. He lost his number one wide receiver. He still showed up. That's what do you mean he saying. lost his number one wide receiver? Keenan Allen. Um, um, Allen hurt his back. Like he ain't got Mike uh, Williams right over there catching over two defenders. Yes, Mike Williams ain't caught nothing all year. That's what I'm saying. He's making him play. That's his plays. Come on, man. Mike Give that man his credit. He got um Joe, Joe Burrow got Tyler Boyd. Joe Burrow got uh, eight, uh is it, is it he Hunter Henry? He, he got no old line. No, see, he, he got, the Chargers don't either. We lost Mike Pouncey. Well, not we. But they lost you, Mike Pouncey. But do you the understand leader. that Joe Burrow's on pace for seventy sacks? Uh, yeah, Joe, part of that's Joe Burrow's fault, bro. Yeah. So Hunter Henry okay. isn't playing for the Chargers. Huh? What you? Hunter Henry isn't playing for the Chargers. Like yeah, the, Hunter. He's Hunter still playing, got some talent. He's not making plays like that. Hunter Henry's playing. He's having a horrible year. They have now. He does have some talent around him now. I'm not saying there's no talent in, in San Diego. There's there's talent in in yeah. um, Cincinnati as well. Like I said, he lost his Pouncey's out. That's his number one mm-hmm. offensive line. They got yeah, the, injuries all up and down the board. This guy's making plays though. Did you teams. see that touchdown? Facts. I think that I think that is pretty much like. Uh, 
it's a situation where we're going to have to wait on uh, guys like Herbert. And in Cincinnati, that situation is so up in the air because they don't have a defense right now. I look at the Chargers. They have a solid D-line. Like, they they have good uh, linebackers. What's his name? Um, Ingram and the other one. Ingram was out. Yeah. Mel- Mel- Ingram was out this but week. Joey and, Bosa. And, yeah, and he's and I'm, I'm not saying Herbert is not balling and he's not doing better, but I still think that we got to wait to see what Cincinnati can do with uh, Joe Burrow because his talent is right there. Now, and now I will say this: this weekend I watched I watched that Cincinnati game. That wasn't Joe Burrow's fault. That was that was it was it was all over the place, just just messed up. But what I'm saying, my point is this: everybody's saying like Joe Burrow is just the next. He is not that. That's what I'm saying. He's not a difference maker. He's I, how I, you I, gonna I, say I, that? But you just hyped up Justin Herbert, who literally only Justin got in the game Herbert, because they hurt the black QB. Justin Herbert made a difference. They can, you saw it in the if you watched the uh, Hard Knock show. They wanted Justin Herbert to play then. They, mm-hmm. They've been saying that this guy flashes. His teammates always talk good about him. That first touchdown pass he threw was incredible. He threw four touchdown passes in the game. No interceptions. The guy threw for almost 300 yards. He's doing his thing, and he's doing it. You know, like I said, Keenan Allen got hurt in the first half. So he didn't do it with both weapons. He was making things happen all around him. Hunter Henry ain't played good. He was throwing it to no-name receivers. You got K.J. Hill. The guy's making plays. And he's making them with his legs and with his arms. So he did his thing. He did what he's supposed to do. And I'm not saying, like I said, Joe Burrow, we, we, we do have to wait and let him see what he's going to do. But he's not what everybody says he is. I watched this guy. He's closer to Sam Darnold than he is to, to this great quarterback we were talking about. And it ain't that ain't all his fault. Just like with Sam Darnold, all of that is not his fault. Part of that is the situation he's in. But a Sam Darnold ain't never looked as good as Joe Burrow. I've never seen I, Sam Darnold look as good. Has to me, good. to me, Joe Burrow's comp would be somewhere between like I would see Jared Goff and maybe like a Bridgewater. Like I think that that's where his like you know what I'm saying his intangibles lie. I think that you put a team around him, you're, they're going to be more so scheming guys open for Burrow to hit him as opposed to Burrow having like the zip that a guy like Hunter Henry has. But that's not a knock. Like that's really just shows like the difference in what you have to do to accommodate certain players. Like would you take that away from Lamar Jackson for the fact that they have to scheme certain guys open for him to get going by going starting out with runs first? That's not a knock to me. That's just more so we're at the age now where we have to begin to understand coaching as how can we accentuate the intangibles of these players to get the best product and get the wins. And I think that we're just kind of in a wait period right now to see what Cincinnati can do with the offensive line. And we're in a wait period to see if Justin Herbert could possibly be the steal of the draft to see if like, damn, this guy can make his guys elevate. And maybe we, we can see a playoff berth in the next year or two. And we'll I will be s- right back at it. I will say this. Going back to Carolina, Sheldon, your boy Kyle Allen was looking good for five games, too, mm. until they he got was. some game feel on that motherfucker, and then n- now he got his ass knocked the fuck out last Sunday. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he got his ass split. You know Kyle Allen is, is that was a great coaching job. I'm not going to lie. I watched, you know, of course, I watched all those games. He, he managed the game like we talked about. Kyle Allen, those games he was winning, he was doing like what we should expect from Jimmy G. He made the crucial throws when he needed to. And, of course, it was only, you know, five to seven yards out. He, he wasn't, it wasn't like he was throwing the ball all over the place to win those games. We handed that ball and got that ball to Christian McCaffrey any way we could and rode his back until, he, you know, we rolled him out. 
So <laughs> now when you look at that team, the reason why I say Teddy Bridgewater deserves a ton more credit, hey, this dude is a winner. That's all he is. And he's making plays all over the field since Christian got hurt. Christian getting hurt, it, I hate somebody getting hurt, but him being out has been a blessing in disguise because this dude is moving the ball. You know, like I told y'all, if you look back at the beginning of the season, I talked about Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson has been the man. This dude, I think he caught like 11 balls Sunday. So this dude been the man. And then, you know, you got DJ on the other side making plays. You got Curtis Samuel jumping back there playing running back. He's making critical third down catches. They throwing the ball, doing doing everything. The only thing they missing is they don't have a tight end right now. So losing um, Greg Olsen hurts. But other than that, Teddy is making plays, man. Teddy, Teddy making them with his legs, too. So Teddy, Teddy, that man, he's three and zero in his last three games. That's all I got well, we, to say. You know, you know, we gonna ride with him on this show, man. You know how we do, pro yeah. brother. Oh yeah. What's um, Nick? What's 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 uh, what's Joe Joe Burrow's record? Uh, he, they are one three and one. One three and yeah. one. Herbert's what? What big games Herbert won? I believe oh, it's only four. Oh and four. Oh. Okay. Oh right. and four. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of QBs. Q, I wanted to get your thoughts on the whole uh, Dak situation in Dallas last Sunday um, with him and his injury and not being out for the season. And it looks like a long recovery. He, I think uh, his surgery was successful, which, yeah, which is very good. Um, mm-hmm. But what are, you, what are your thoughts on how that situation played out and also just the whole Dak situation in general with this now being a factor? I thought it was uh, pretty simple, man. It's simple, man. Like, these owners ain't shit. It's simple. Get your money. Deion Sanders is the blueprint. Get your money. Stop letting these folks play with you. Le'Veon Bell's about to get traded, but he got a bag. So if your winning means more to you, then take the franchise deals. If winning does not matter and you want the security, be willing to put your season on the line. And you will get the bag if your talent demands it. I think that players have to begin to see that they run this shit. They run this entire thing. They are the lifeblood of the industry. If they really wanna, if they really wanted to take care of Dak, if they really wanted to honor Dak, it shouldn't have been him when he was on a stretcher. They should have honored him by putting a name and putting a actual X for him to sign. You see what I'm saying? Like it should have been on a contract in which they honored him because Tony Romo hasn't taken you to the playoffs more than Dak. It's simple, bro. They just don't respect black quarterback play, and that's. And that's very eloquently understood when you look at Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee and how quickly they are willing to give just people contracts because of their relationship with coaches. And we understand which type of players get relationships with coaches most of the time when they're quarterbacks. Who gets the best buddy-buddy relationships with their owner? And Sheldon knows very well because his quarterback, who was an MVP, is now playing for Bill Belichick. So this is all just a, a matter of ex- exercising your power and exercising just caution when, when dealing with these organizations. It's really unfortunate and it's heartbreaking the fact that he's had such an awful like year with the losses that he's endured. But at the end of the day, let this be a cautionary tale to anybody who is in sports and you have the pull, you have the national appeal, you have the advertisements. Hold your ground. And make these owners do right by you. And if they don't, somebody else will. And there is sacrifices. The same way you that you sacrifice a year, maybe two years, maybe your whole career, just so you can do right by Dallas. You could have sacrificed 12 months of your 
career, and then you could have been right. This is lame. This is just to say that, yo, Le'Veon Bell gave us a blueprint. He he got a bag. So, Le'Veon was cut today, Q. We're going we gonna to get on that. But let me ask y'all all a question about that, though, with that. Just my opinion. Do y'all think that him getting hurt is like a guarantee for him to get money now from them? And the reason why I say that is because now, you know, all of America's watching and he got the support of pretty much everybody behind him at this point. Before it was like, if, if you're going to be America's team, you really got to look out for this man at this point because he has sympathy behind him at this point. Don't y'all think that's the case? Or do you think that now they got an excuse to not extend the man? Um, I was That was actually one of the questions that I had, Shelton. And I still don't really have an answer because like what Q said, it got to this point to where his bone had to be sticking out of his ankle for people to be like, oh, we probably should pay this man. So it's it's hard for me to say that Dallas will do right by him. But like you said, it is also America's eyes is on America's team as far as will they let him walk in free agency because he's an unrestricted free agent after this season. Or will they try to give him some type of deal to sign? Maybe this injury humbles him as far as like within their price range. But like you said, if I was him, I'll just take my chances. I wouldn't have let it got this far because either you were going to resign or not as far as for me, for Dak's perspective. Um, so did you have that same energy while he was in contract negotiations? Yeah. Remember it got to remember I was fighting for him to get his money. And then it got to that point. I think I would talk to Ken. I was like, I think I said on the podcast, I was like, bro, just, just take the bread, what you can get now. Cause it's like the longer you drag this out, I don't know if you even will get that outside of Dallas. Cause they're the ones who see you the most. They're the ones who value the most. Well, here's, I, I, I think it's, it's both. I think Dallas could potentially not pay him, but I think he's going to get money regardless. Cause I think there are enough teams out here that don't have quote unquote a franchise QB that, are willing to take a flyer on them because at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to minimize injuries, everything. You know, there's certain things that are gruesome. That was gruesome. Uh, but it is an ankle and it is something that you could come back from. Um, obviously you need your base to throw and everything. So I'm not saying that he's just going to snap right back and be right where he was, but it is something I believe he can overcome. And I think that there are teams that if it isn't the Cowboys that are going to give him, you know, an opportunity. Uh, and then we just got to see what he looks like. You know, like what like what does he look like when he comes back? I just hate that that's the convo, FIFO. I hate that that's where, where we are now. That's what that's what really, like, makes my stomach, like, turn is the fact that we're now at a place where we're talking about, well, let's see what Dak can prove off an of injury. It's like, no, this man took you to two playoffs. Jerry, what did Tony Romo do for you? You gave him what? What is it, $104 million, $50 million signing bonus? This man gave like you that. two playoff games, two home playoff games. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, one one at the Rams and one at home, and he beat Russell Wilson. This is not to say that Dak Prescott is a top five QB. This is to say that this is how business works, and that the business side came up, and it was time for him to get what he was due. Nobody looked at Carson Wentz. Nobody looked at Jared Goff and said, "Well, what can they do without who?" Well, let's see. There was no qualifiers, and I know that you're not making this point. It's just that I hate that we're here now when it should have been he was in line to get that four year deal, and y'all wanted to get a fifth year just for what? So it could be player friendly. It could be team friendly. No, that's not how this goes. 
This is not how this goes. If you're gonna put that, if you're gonna put that fifth year, you better put some fifth year bread on it. That is equivalent to what the guys like Mahomes are about to get. That's just what the business was. And the actual side of it is that people don't believe Dak Prescott was worth that. So now they want to play politics and play media narratives and oh well, Dak should be thankful that he got up for. No, Dak should get what he's worth. Because y'all don't do that for nobody else. But, and I'm but, sick of it. And I hate that but, we're here. But cute, but I, I and, and I was very adamant on during that time and I stay I, I'll keep my same energy. Right. He wasn't worth the contract he was asking for. And I and I've said that several times. But how times. many QBs but are the, actually but worth the contract? Worth, though? But what is worth though? Worth is only what you are up for. It is right. it is for what the it is for what the market has been set. It has nothing to do with what your production is. People need quarterbacks. It's a premium position. Correct. So if the quarterback position was up and this was what the market was set at, Dak was in line to get that. If they wanted to put a five-year on it, they should have gave him five years worth of bread. Instead, they tried to get five years to make it team-friendly so they could let him go if they needed to. No, he has earned it. And that's the thing. I mean, even if you look at his contract two years from now, it would have been team-friendly because he would have been at a bargain at that point. How we talk about some of these players, when you look back at how they were signed, you know, earlier and now they are on bargains compared to what the market has dictated and pushed. But I, I still think him being him, he was on a record. He was on a record breaking pace to start this season. And he was carrying that team on his back, even though they weren't, they weren't winning games like that. But I, I think that Dak was in line to get his money. And they just knew they had to address some issues on defense, but he was going to get his paper. Cause he was moving no, he that ball around, and he's—I, I, I, you, you don't think so? Nope. I still think he's gonna get his money. I, I think now more so than ever. Like I said, I think. So you think Dallas is gonna pay him? I Dallas is gonna, gonna pay him. Dallas is gonna pay him. He's, he's gonna get a Teddy Bridgewater contract, bro. He's gonna get a Teddy Bridgewater contract when he gets back from injury. I guarantee D- that. Dak is gonna get a two-year deal with Indianapolis, and we all gonna be sitting here talking about some twenty million dollars. And I'm telling you, it's going to piss me off because it shouldn't have gotten this 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 far. It shouldn't have been here. We shouldn't have been here. I'm an Eagles fan, and Carson Wentz is. And I'm not trying to t- take the conversation, but you know what I'm about to say. Like mm-hmm. Carson Wentz hasn't showed me that MVP since 2017, and I love this this fucking team. So it's a matter of me just being real, bro. This is the Cowboys I'm talking about. So if I'm talking about the Cowboys getting taking care of their of their players, this is obviously serious. Because obviously, I don't want this team to do anything good. But this is what Dak deserved as a man, bro. And he just deserved his worth. And I, and I, and I agree with that. Let me ask y'all something. Do y'all think that that is the state of the league, that the reason why he didn't get his money? Or is it just the fact that he's with Dallas and Jerry Jones that he didn't get his pay? Because say it was flipped and he was, he was on the Eagles and, and uh, which was with Dallas. Would Dak had gotten his money with Philly? I'll say this. I'll say this, Sheldon. Andy Dalton with the Cincinnati Bengals got paid. Mm-hmm. There was no question that Andy Dalton was going to get paid. He took the he took the the, the Bengals and his from his rookie contract to five consecutive playoffs, no playoff wins, but he got paid. And people was upset about him getting paid, but he got paid after the fact. So for me, it's just like 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 you said, he beat Russell Wilson in a playoff game. Not a lot of people can say that. Lost to right. the team and went to the Super Bowl. But but I guess what I'm asking is it Jerry? Is this the Jerry thing, or are we saying that this is a race thing on on a whole? You understand? I'm, what I'm saying, saying it's an ownership thing. Yeah, it's Jerry basically. Jerry don't value that. 
Look, that's, what I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it's more Jerry than it would. Like, we take Dak and put him in any other situation, he'd have got his money by now. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's necessarily race-related. I just think it's Jerry pulling this power move. And maybe it was because he gave Romo all that money before and it didn't pan out. That could be yeah, the reason. Yeah, but that's, that's your fuck-up. That yo, How you spend your bread is on you. Don't go into my pockets based off of your fuck-ups. Right. You and literally paid he literally paid the whole defense that ain't worth mm-hmm. the shit right now. That, that that's mm-hmm. that they on pace to be the worst defense in the NFL history, damn near. Marcus right. You have record breaking yards per game. Right. I completely let, agree. The Giants have not scored over 16 points all season. They dropped 30. 30 something on this on the Cowboys. They right. made Daniel Jones look decent. <laughs> and, and that's hard to do. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Come going on, too man. far now. <laughs> we Jerry Jones does not know how to manage football teams. Not at and all. I, and I and and I'm saying this because I know I acknowledge that he's a Hall of Fame owner, whatever the fuck. But based off them three Super Bowls that when I was still on on Similac and all that shit, but that's a long time ago. I'm a grown ass man now. Q, you a grown ass man? We were kids back then, if anything. He ain't done shit in 20 years. Two and he, he got the audacity not to pay Dak because he talking about he ain't done shit and he ain't worth it. What the fuck? Are you? Come on, man. We said we're going to talk about ownership. Let's talk about ownership in, in the higher-ups. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, y'all ain't shit either. <laughs> yeah, they have y'all. no idea what they're doing. They, they have no idea what they're doing, man. They have no it's, idea what they are doing. It's a complete power trip, man. And you can see it by, like, like you see, they hired Mike McCarthy. And you had better candidates all across, up and down the board. You could have hired Airbnb. You could have had a lot of different people, but but they did want that person that where they could stay in the mix, kind of. So I, I just don't I don't see where that franchise has an upside because you have leadership that way. The enemy coming. Let me just say, I said it first. That's a fact, and we can simplify it down like this: Jerry Jones is the James Dolan of the NFL. It's that simple. It he is that simple. He just got titles. He just won it titles in the 90s. It is that simple. It is that simple. And that's why And that's why it's just a matter of ownership that we have to begin to understand. People get me wrong and they think that, I, that I'm trying to make everything a race thing. First of all, everything is inherently a race thing. But at the end of the day, that's what informs our everyday decisions. So when t- people talk about business and ownership, of course, you can't take race out of business. What were the first businesses in America? Slaves. So don't talk to me yeah. about what. So let's not talk about what is, is it a race thing. It's just a matter of the everyday dealings within business, the everyday dealings within the higher ups, within the halls of capital, within the halls of the NFL ownership. They get off on only hiring their brothers. It's a fraternity. It's the same way. If you if you get on at a job and you put your cousin on, that's somebody that you knew. So there's a reason why the black wide receiver coaches and scouts for the Pittsburgh Steelers don't get head coaching or offensive coordinator jobs, but they keep pumping out wide receivers every year. No one says anything. Eric B. Enemy, this is his second year. If he doesn't get a job, something's weird. They fired Jim Caldwell. Meanwhile, they brought in fake Belichick. He came and win five games, six games in a season. So you want to talk to me about Todd Bowles and the New York Jets? What has Adam Gase done? What is right. people talking about at Bruce Arians and his genius and doing this, man, man, listen, Lovey Smith had them on a track to win nine games the next year. They could have been building something with his 
methodology and his ide- ideology around defense by now if they trusted in him. I understand that certain people have to get let go. I understand that certain people fail regardless of race, but we have to begin to look at who is put in position to succeed within sports, who is put in within decision-making positions. Mike Tomlin is 5-0. and oh. They ain't saying nothing about that man. Right. But, but now you want to honor Dak when he's going out like a warrior. Man, that look like a slave who just died for the, for the fucking plantation. That shit is not okay. That shit is not okay. Right, boy. Damn, he, he was shedding on. He was crying. Shit get me hot, man. Shit get me so hot, man. Because everybody knew looking at him like, bro, that's he's waving goodbye to all that money that he was looking at. Because he knew Master, Master was going to kick him off the plantation. That's what's going to happen. And you know, I, I was watching the Chargers, man, and I and I, I'm a, I'm rooting for the Chargers so hard um, because I know, like 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 you just said, Q, I know that it's a short leash for um, dang, what's his name, Anthony Lynn. Anthony yeah. Lynn, I know he, he got tried a short to fire him two years ago. I know that's what I'm saying, and, that, and that's a that's a. And he's doing a decent job. I mean, yeah, they, they he's doing more game. of a decent job, bro. He's actually doing a really good job. He was he the is. first motherfucker to say Philip need to go. All right, right. And, and, and the fact that, like I said, injuries are up and down the board on that team. Yep. I'm yep. like, man, I hate it. I hate it for him because he's going to be the one out of all those coaches we just named, Gates, um, Detroit's coach, all those guys. He's going to be the one that, that gets fired first. And and I hate it. And you're right. It, you know that that part is true. It, it, it's a race thing, and he's gonna be replaced by one of those good old boys. Because it's so passive, man. I, I, I need people to get that it is not a matter of hmm, which black people can I exclude from decision making positions. That's not what they're saying. They're looking at it like, man, my good buddy from my frat, my good buddy that I go fishing with, my good buddy that I deep sea uh, hunt for trout with and swordfish uh, hunt with, and the people I go into the wood, like the people who are at the coaching dinners, the people who are at the coordinator uh, re- retreats. Who are these people? What do they look like? They don't look like us. It's just a fact. So when they say, man, I got a position that's open for coaching, who the fuck they gonna call, bruh? They're not calling, they're not they're not gonna call the black defensive line coach. They're not gonna call him. They're going oh, they to gonna call give, they can give me an interview, but it's gonna be because, oh, yeah. because of the role. <laughs> protocols, protocol, right. and I also and I also want to talk about the CBA. That's something that people need to address. Players need to get better representation, and players need to begin to think smarter because the CBA, the fact that you all can even have that exploitive franchise tag and as an option, that's a failure on y'all's negotiating as a union, and y'all need to get on that because that's ridiculous. That's all. That's a, that's the last thing I'm gonna say about that. Well, the only way they'll bring him back is for a PR move, which speaks to what Shelton is saying, sympathy. That's the only reason. Um, does Jerry move like that? Doesn't seem like it. Um, Stephen Jones came out and said he's our quarterback of the future. You can't believe a shit. That, you can't believe anything that motherfucker say. We have Republicans, you know, tell you one thing and completely did another this year and don't give a damn about it. So uh, words mean very little to these guys. I was like, didn't Stephen Jones say that Tony Romo was going to end up uh, being the starting quarterback again. Yeah, they tried to replace Dak early. Um, that motherfucker still ain't back. And when he went, he got a Corona deal and went back to ESPN or uh, CBS. Yeah, I, I think, man, it's it's like I've been saying it. You can go pull the tape, guys. Been saying it for a minute. Jerry Jones don't want Dak. I, it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. They can blame it on him asking for another fifth year because he really wanted if he would have gave it to him. 
It's he just don't want him. And I'm gonna just say this too. Jerry Jones don't want a black quarterback as his franchise. That's it. He enjoyed that success when Tony Romo business must have been booming. And that's it. We know he had Quincy Carter. I remember Quincy Carter didn't last that long. Um, Quincy Carter also said that part of it partly was his fault. He came on this very program and told us that too. But the fact of the matter is we he he plays in Texas. We know how they get down in Texas. That don't want a black I mean Jerry Jones don't want a black quarterback. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um you know what the only thing I'll push back on that, Ken, is he don't want a black quarterback that's not gonna be like in that Mahomes rank. Let me tell you this, is that when you run a plantation, you don't want like, you know what I'm saying, just anybody being being the face of your plantation. You, if you're going to use a slave, you want the mm-hmm. best slave. And we know that Dak is not the best. And I'm not saying that the players, I'm just saying that, bro, we telling them just shut up and go in the field, right? So we, let's just use an analogy. So since y'all wanted to just shut up and go in the field, yep, and let's talk about who is in the field. And y'all only want the best and useful ones that you see. Oh, that oh, he the best of the best. They want the ones who are going to be more so pleasant, more so reaching out. And from by every account, by every reporter from ESPN to Fox to even the Dallas pages, Dak is not, uh, you know what I'm saying, a guy who eats out the hand of Jerry, like some of those guys on that team are who got their contracts. And let's not say what that is, but we know what that is. And we know what we call people like that. And let's just say that they got to do what they got to do to feed to feed their families. But at the least, we can say that they are agreeable, the agreeable ones. And Mahomes is an agreeable one. Lamar, he's just so spectacular. They have to put up with him. Let him start, you know what I'm saying, fighting the dog, and he's out of here too. It, it don't matter. It don't matter. They need the exceptional ones. Dak is not an exceptional one. So Jerry, he's going to stick with the white mediocre guy in Andy Dalton because that's just who he can actually bond with and who he can actually wrangle around to get a contract that's going to be team-friendly. Dak, a man who wants his worth, a man who don't want to be a slave, a man who says, I'm, I want my money. I'm not here to play games with you. Y'all want discounted uh, contracts, but y'all don't want discounted play? That doesn't make any sense. So Jerry, he's going to... And there, there's, there's a, a, a certain messaging that sends when you have Andy Dalton out there being the quarterback, getting paid. Granted, they came by injury, but who knows? He probably would have been benched because they weren't winning games. Uh, Dak was putting up all-time numbers. It doesn't matter. You're not translating those into wins. Those are some of the things you would have heard. The thing about what Dak, um, to kind of add a little bit to what you were saying, Q, is that Dak tried to do everything to appease the master. He tried to make sure that all the, 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 the slaves, quote-unquote, got on the field. He said mm-hmm. that... Oh, we're gonna stand for the flag. That's what we 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 don't we don't do that around here. He did everything. He subverted his will to appease that of the master, so he can go out there and perform on the field at a high level, on at minimum pay. And then when it was time for him to be get compensated for it, it didn't get those things returned, and it, he didn't get those benefits back to him in exchange for that because he wasn't one of the exceptional ones. He was performing at a certain level to the, uh, like that, and he was saying and doing all of the good things that he needed mm-hmm. to do, 
but he wasn't exceptional. Exceptional. Mm-hmm. And because his talent didn't outweigh his pride. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, though, is that in their eyes, his talent doesn't match the pride he has. A guy like Deshaun Watson, a guy like Patrick Mahomes, a guy like Lamar Jackson, people will be like, how is that a race thing? That doesn't make any sense. First of all, it's not a race thing. Everything is a race talking about football. So if we're talking about football, we have to just take into account what is naturally going to be a part of the process of identifying who gets money in this industry. You are a worker as an athlete. You are a laborer. You are the lifeblood of the industry. The people who reap the surplus value that you're actually worth are the owners. They are the capitalists who own the team. So they look at Dak Prescott and they say he's not one of the exceptional slaves. He's not Deshaun. He's not like Michael Jordan-esque on, on, the, mm. on the field. He's not uh, Michael Vick 2.0 without the arm in terms of you know accuracy. And even though Mike wasn't that accurate, but still... And he's not Patrick Mahomes, the guy who's on the track to be the greatest player of all time by ESPN media and Fox in the media narrative standards. So we're talking about these three specific narratives. And who is Dak Prescott? The guy who lost to the to the team in the NFC who went to the Super Bowl and the guy who lost to Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, is that really like grounds for not paying your quarterback when it's time? The only thing that can stop you from doing that is saying, I don't think you're worth it. And if you don't think he's worth it, let him walk. But they didn't want that. They wanted to drag him along. They wanted to get him by his leash and say, you should just take this deal and be happy because we the ones who drafted you. Oh, no, 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 no. Tony Romo hurt his back. Y'all put me out there. I balled out. And now you want me to be on the field, putting my fists up, crying like Denzel and glory. That shit ain't cute. That's that's that, that shit ain't cool. And we out here talking about what Dak should be taking. Dak should have got paid the summer, but it didn't happen. And that's on Jerry Jones. And no, he's not going to get paid. And no, and yes, he's going to end up going somewhere in Indianapolis. Yes, he's going to be somewhere at some, you know, bum team where he's going to have to take a two-year deal just like they did Cam Newton, an MVP. Mm. And we talking about an MVP who had to take scraps from the league. You saw how like, the, the, this is the story of Antonio Brown. The minute that your conduct outweighs your talent, the minute that your pride outweighs the worth that they think you are worth, they will drop you. Mm-hmm. And that is what happened. And that is what Dak has just experienced. Sorry, son. You can't hey. fight and you, you, you can't fight in the ring anymore. It, it, it took a white man to get Bill O'Brien out of Texas. Out of Houston. Come on now. Yeah, you know, the Y had to get into it with him, and they were like, "Yeah, we you got the bounce." <laughs> Speaking of uh, a head coach and GM getting fired, same thing mm-hmm. happened with the Falcons, except it wasn't the same person. We'll be back after this quick break. <laughs> uh, Dan Quinn and what's his name, uh, Dimitrov. Dimitrov. They're out of. They're out in Atlanta. What was the last loss that that cost them? Uh, it was actually to your Carolina, right? The Panthers. Yes, it was. That was a straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> um, what direction should the Falcons go in? Does your hat say whore on it? No, it's Hornets. It's oh, a half Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> he said whore. whore. <laughs> you thought he was horny. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a family friendly show. Yeah. Damn, man. Um, oh, but the Falcons, they, they gotta, the Falcons got to blow it all the way up. Q text me. And he was like, should Julio demand a trade? And I was like, the Falcons should be proactively seeking one. Because at this point, it, n- none of your 
you know, strawberry on top, cherry on type top type of guys. They're they're like the sexy guys. Like they, they, it's just they can't do nothing for you no more. You got to look at what the Dolphins have done and rebuild. Um, I think you got to get rid of get rid of Matt Ryan. You got to get rid of Julio. You got to get rid of Keanu Neal. You got to get rid everybody that has some type of value on that roster. You need to get rid of, and you need to take for Lawrence or Justin Fields, whoever you like. Justin, I told you, it's got to be Justin. Either one, whoever the hell you want. Um, get as many uh, first and second and third round picks as you can, and just rebuild. It's that time because you still have young pieces with that Falcons team, a la Calvin Ridley, that you can move forward with. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just it's that time. It's that time. And, and, and I think that the Falcons would be doing themselves a disservice if, first of all, you don't move Julio on with dignity, number one, and move Matt Ryan on with dignity. Because having those type of Hall of Fame type players, both of them I think are going to be Hall of Fame players. Um, both of them. I know. Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan got an MVP and he played in the Super Bowl. And, and, yeah. and you look at his numbers. Look, he's going to be top 15 in a lot of different right. things. We're we talking Dimitri. I, and, 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 and I'm not saying first ballot out at all. I don't know. I just think that eventually he'll get in. His numbers will get him in. Julio, I think he should be first ballot. Dominant beast. He won't get in first ballot. He should. Uh, but then we just need to move on from these guys. Get them in situations that make sense for them. You know what I'm saying? Don't cut them. Let's not drag their name through the mud. and then Just move those guys on. It's time. It's here's, what time. I, here's what I say. When uh, I don't know who, who I know it was us. I don't know if it was on this program, but uh, we talked about the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said if the Texans win and the Falcons lose, Quinn would be out of there. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was simple mathematics to me. And um, he was gone. He couldn't afford to lose again. And you definitely couldn't afford to lose to Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. without Christian right. McCaffrey. That's mm-hmm. just inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Not when you have. And I don't know if did Julio get hurt. Julio, like Julio, yeah. he, Julio's been hurt. He got a hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, you, got, you, still got, you still got Ridley and you still got a uh, super uh, MVP quarterback. Mm hmm. You don't lose to, he got to, to a guy who was almost out the league. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. What you mean, TG21? Ty Gurley played a heck of a game, boy. He, he looked, looked like he's on the Ty's tire is flat, okay? He's just, <laughs> his days are done. All right? So, yeah, he's not the same guy. Nah, he isn't. Um, I think I agree with FIFO. You know me, no disrespect to Julio, but I saw the writing on the wall a long time ago when I tried to compare him to Adam Thielen. Oh, my God. Don't bring this up. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I saw the writing on the wall. No, I was like, no, bro, no, no, it's no. about that time. No, no, <laughs> it's about no. when the black guy got to compare to the wide receiver. Only by another black guy. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. They call me, they call me Nicky. Nick the Diamonds, all right? I seeked it. No. I seeked it. Where Adam Thielen at right now? <laughs> Adam Thielen baller. Is he now? I think so. I don't think he is. <laughs> I gotta look at the stats. There's some white boy in Minnesota who will agree with me. <laughs> but I, I, it was that, man, it's crazy how you can pinpoint the, the beginning of the end mm-hmm. with one game. Mm-hmm. It was the fucking Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And then after that, when Kyle Shanahan left, that was, a, that was, yeah, the, okay. that was it. Okay. So, and it's crazy you see the breakdown. Like, again, the roster is super talented by name. 
and some by production. However, I think it, it just took them a long roundabout way to figure out it was the coach. They literally had to fire the whole staff except the coach to see that it's the coach. Yeah. And to me, they wasted about three or four prime years of Julio because of that. The, the, the injuries to the, the defense, I do take into account. Especially like a year or two. Ago. However, but when we, see t- when we see coaches like Mike Tomlin, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When we see other coaches who, 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 who deal with so much bullshit on the field and off the field, mm-hmm. it still produce. You still produce. Man, I'm yeah. so glad you mentioned that about Tomlin because I thought about this this week, man. The man is 4-0 or 5-0. Wait, no, 4 It don't no matter. He undefeated. 5-0. And they ain't Four saying sh- five and zero. And they ain't saying shit. The disrespect, man. But we'll let let somebody spill water on the sideline. Oh man, they talking about it for a week. Hold on, he did clip a motherfucker. <laughs> so I can't, I can't, I can't excuse that. And I'm, I'm a bangers fan. He's waiting for him to say something. They're four. Yeah, they're four and zero. That's good. I'd clip somebody too. That's street ball right there. But if Eric Bieniemy, I agree with you. I think Atlanta is the perfect destination. It's the, it's the spot. Either to help Matt Ryan get back to what he was, uh-huh. or he to draft, get he's going to want his no. old quarterback. Yeah, or the or the draft yeah. QB. Either way, I'm fine with it. Well, well, well and, and I'm sorry for cutting you off, Nick, but Matt Ryan would be the per- perfect mentor for whoever they bring in next at quarterback. I'll say that because Matt Ryan is a leader, if nothing else. Now, Will he go down be- willingly though? I, I think so. I, I think so. I think Matt Ryan is is that type of person. He's not. I mean, he's a champion and he's he's a fighter in his own right. You know what I'm saying? But he's not going. I don't think he's going to put up too much of a fuss. I think he knows. He's he a knows professional. The, yeah, he is. He's a professional. What do, uh, and, what, do you, so what do y'all think about Denver as a spot for him? For, who? for Matt yeah, Ryan? For, yeah, for Matt Ryan. I like Drew Lock. Yeah, I, but but Matt Ryan up. puts him in win now mode. Yeah. I was going to even say something even more obvious. What about Cleveland? No. Nah. They're fine. They're four and one. They're fine. He's too much of a salary cap. They're paying them way too much. And they got a lot of other guys in Cleveland. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Money-wise. Go to Carolina. (laughs) Now, he can afford that. Hey, Nick, he'd be better off in in, uh, Cincinnati. That's that's what I'm going. All right, Sheldon, bro. I'm about to can't cut 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 the damn feed. I'm about to. I'm getting tired of this this horny motherfucker talking shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I think Chicago can work if we Mm. see what Nick Foles is doing. Obviously, Nick Foles about to win him a title. What you mean? (laughs) Oh, they said in the chat, San Francisco. Yeah, San Fran yeah. makes a lot of sense. Hey, you already know the system. Man, yep. That's perfect. That's hey, perfect. Low, need a hey, low key, low key, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I yeah, think Pittsburgh wants to redo. Retires. I think I think Tomlin wants his own guy. I yeah. think he's tired of Big Ben. Shit. I can see that. Yeah, I would think, especially that would extend his career longer. Yeah. Pittsburgh by at least three to five. And, and you know what it would do if Pittsburgh could get the the right young QB and let them mm-hmm. spend more on defense mm-hmm. because obviously you're not paying the QB. Obviously, you got to protect them, but um, but yeah, man. And to Q's point, they they seem like they have a factory of wide receivers <laughs> that come out of Pittsburgh. This nigga clear bo- clear pool, clear ball, whatever the nigga name number eleven. Claypool, Claypool, man. He's a he's the Claypool. next Larry Fitz, man. He's like the next yeah. Larry Fitz. I'm trying yeah, to tell tough. you. 
He's tough. That breakout hey. game against Philly, I know again it was against the Eagles, bro, but shit. No, he was incredible, man. Yeah. Hey, man, real quick, let me say this. The, the Braves just won 8-7, so they up 2-0 on the Dodgers. So go Braves. BZ, what's going on with, with, with the Lions, bro? Are we going to see a, a QB change at the end of the season? Is it going to be a mid-season coaching? Like, what's going on, man? Man, I don't know. I hope I, – I, at this point, I hope Lions lose every single game the rest of the – I was mad that they lost – I mean, that they beat Arizona a couple weeks ago. I was like, damn it, because I want them to lose, like, from here on out. I want them to lose every damn game from here on out because now you got former players – Hey Q, you got former players speaking up about this whole situation. Like everything, everybody knows that Matt Patricia that uh, Matt Patricia was not the guy right for the job. It's so bad, man. He really walked in there and really tried to make the whole replication of Belichick. You are not Belichick. You're not, dude. You're not. Like Jim Carwell was the culture. He was the right culture for the Lions at the time. The play, the QB loved him. Matthew, if your Q, if your quarterback as a GM or owner, if your quarterback loves this head coach, why would you trade this guy away? Like, I mean, you know, why would you? Get rid of Jim Cowell. I'm gonna be real. Be enemy in Detroit could do wonders, man. I, I would love yeah. to see him get get a, get a fresh start there, mm-hmm. man. I like what y'all uh, got in terms I of our receivers. I, I, we need him somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about Atlanta being the spot to win, but Detroit mm-hmm. seemed to me like that. Atlanta damn, make a like, good shit. Black coach, black city. That's a, <laughs> that's all I'm Detroit saying. Black as hell too, but. Yeah, Detroit um, black. Another uh, black. Yeah, another black. Yeah, but the last time a black man was in Detroit, it ain't no, it ain't go too well. That's what I'm saying. Let's, let's go somewhere else. Well. We're talking about Jim Carwell. Yeah, I mean he had a winning record, two playoff appearances in the fourth. He got fired. That's what I'm he saying. Look, fired. and they still fired his ass. Right. That don't make no sense. So and it was on, it, to- it was in that same season too, Nick. It was it was in that same season when um, I think Rogers. Do y'all remember? Do y'all recall when Roger threw that hail mary? It was in that season. Calvin Johnson just like he just he just fainted. He just fainted to the damn ground. That was the that was the deciding factor between between ten and six and nine and seven. So it's yeah. like y'all really cut him. Y'all really let it go of a man for that like that. And that just shows me that there has to be more of an imperative to get guys who want to in, install culture. And even saying that, that man should have got a job the next day. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, I, that part I didn't understand either. You talking about Cowell, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He got a job the next day because there's no way you could tell me there was 31 other guys better coaches than him. Exactly, that's crazy, man. Um, one last uh, uh, point that I want to bring up about NFL before we move on: Should we start giving more respect to John Gruden? No. For what? Yes, I think so. Why are you a hater? <laughs> I was a hater because I didn't I didn't like him and Mike Mayock going there. Him and Mike Mayock, I, I just thought it was a bad move. I I, I didn't think that giving him that job was the right way to go. Mm-hmm. What was you saying? Shut my bad. I, I said I, I, you are right. We should start giving him more respect. I have to. I was apologizing watching that game. Like man, I really thought that bringing them there, they was making some dumb decisions when they drafted Rugs. I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world because I'm like, there's no way he should have been drafted that high. And he balling. So it's kind of like a lot of the decisions that they made have turned out to be right on, whereas it looked crazy from the outside. So I, I, you got to give them their respect. I thought that them sticking with David Carr was a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I thought like, dang, this man getting chance after chance. He should have been done. 
and they stuck with him. So and, and it's working for them. So I can't I can't even be mad, man. That, that team looked good. Hey, and they won kills. the game. Speed kills and the Raiders and Mike Mayock and, and John Gruden have drafted a lot of speed on that on, on that team. And um you're seeing it. You know, I, I think that sometimes Shelton's hundred percent right. Like especially the Khalil Mack move. That one was the was was the domino that kind of set off the ability for them to do everything that they're doing. Uh, so it kind of makes sense. You know, but I think in the moment, I think everybody here on this yeah, program we, yeah. was like, what the hell are you, bro? That's right. You know, but hey, it's panned out. And I even said, let's give this guy a little bit of time to see what he does with these draft picks. Because draft picks are valuable, but you got to hit. And they're hitting. You ain't give him time. The Raiders did. They gave him a 10-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> $10 dollar deal. But he I, had a hell of time. Yeah, he had a hell of time. But at the same time, like, everybody was questioning that Khalil Mack move. Yeah. And I was, I feel like I was one of the few to say, okay, I agree with y'all. I'm, one, I'm on that boat. But at the same time, draft picks are valuable if you draft right. So let's see what happens with those. And they're hitting. They're hitting. Not even that. You outscored the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl winning champs. Like, you dropped 40 points on them. And Patty Mah- you got Patty Mahomes running around here not knowing what to do. Granted, it's a division game, so they know him the best. Mm-hmm. However, we still have I, – I haven't seen Patty not be able to do something in the fourth quarter in a minute. In a minute. So, like, that, I think that was his first time that he lost the game by more than seven points. Yeah, he looked so, human. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, he, he was still doing things, but it just – it wasn't – it wasn't to the efficiency and to the pace that we're normally seeing. Like, he still put up 32 points, so that's still a lot. But at the same time, he had to overcompensate because he's never he, – I don't think he's been in a position like that since the Super Bowl where his defense is not really holding up, and he has to do more. Y'all did the same shit last year. Hmm. It's the same story. Started talking highly about the damn Raiders, only for them to just do what they have done the previous <laughs> year before. And you're doing it again. So you think, Ken, you think the bottom going to fall out? It's, it's fool's gold. That, that, Carl was crying last. Wasn't it last year he was crying? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I think it but was it, last year he cried in the game. You know, it was over last year for him. So for him to even be playing right now, though, to me, is, is incredible. Like I said, I, I thought he was done. I, I mean, they're, brought, they're three I and two they, right now. As far as the Raiders, okay. and you know, second in the division, okay. not saying much because the only other team in the division really is the Chiefs. But three and two, they're tied with the Colts. You know, as far as and right. you know, and you know, you know, their playoff team right now. Yeah, and the teams that they beat because they beat um, the Saints um, pretty good, and then they beat you know beat Kansas City, and of course the the. The world's greatest Panthers they beat. So uh, just to say, you know, those three teams, that Saints right there. Ain't all that good. Matt Ryan going to the Saints. Saints, Saints are limited. <laughs> all right. So I want to read this super chat. 313 JMO uh, said that Stafford isn't even the problem in Detroit. It's the defense. Lions have the worst D in the NFL. The Bears have been winning without QBs, just defense. That's facts. Mm-hmm. The Bears haven't winning without a QB. Yeah. All right. Um, this week, NFL picks. 
Um, I'm still top dog. I'm nine and two. What's yeah, my record? I think you eight and three, eight and four. Okay. You second. Okay. You second. I was yeah. you second. Brady you, cost me again. Cost me too, huh? <laughs> Damn. Before you got to get your picks up because you you've been missing in action. Um, but these the three games that I got for us this week coming up uh, for week six: Kansas City at Buffalo. Who y'all got? The Chiefs, baby. The Chiefs gonna bounce back. Buffalo look look pedestrian tonight. And I don't think they can keep up in the track meet. When when do they play? Uh this Sunday, I believe. Let me double check that. Did uh Buffalo win? Not at all. Oh Buffalo got drilled tonight. Yeah, Buffalo got drilled forty two to sixteen. Oh well it's not their fault, man. That's COVID. Hey, Tennessee was a team that COVID. Buffalo. The Kansas City Buffalo match. They didn't want to tackle him, Shelton. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> well, did, well, did you see what Derek Henry did to that one DB? Uh, oh, boy. When is it, Nick? Oh, oh, oh it's, no. a, it's a Monday night game. If it's Monday night, I might be tempted to, t- to pick the Bills, man. Based off of this shellacking that they got by Tennessee, I'm going to go with KC. I'm gonna go Kansas City. Josh Norman is still in the dirt. Uh, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Buffalo, man. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I think the white Cam Newton gonna put it on <laughs> Spam Newton. <laughs> what do you call him? Spam Newton. Spam Newton. Spam Newton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think COVID has something to do with tonight. <laughs> what you got, Shelton? Oh, it's, it's definitely the Chiefs. Bounce okay. back, Patty. All right, uh, another big game. The last of the white quarterbacks: <laughs> Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Right. Green Bay. Green Bay by twenty. <laughs> they pop- maybe more. They gonna put them things on. Them, maybe, maybe more. I think this is one of those games where Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, all right, he has the six chips. Yeah, his name is Tom Brady. Watch this, though. <laughs> I, I think that's one of them games. Fivo, this, this is about to be like when Mike was in the women's jersey and Kobe was, like, priming, and he just came and get that boy about 55 of them things. That's what's about to happen. I'm going to go with Green Bay as well. Man, you've been shitting on Rodgers for the last two seasons. You're going to pick the man over Brady? Mm-hmm. I ain't been shitting well, on Well, Brady's the new target. I was going to say, I, I start off the show saying fuck Brady's. Yeah. I can't pick Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, Sheldon? Definitely agree, buddy. Um, I, it's tough to go against Tom in situations like this, but I think, I think you know, because of who he's going against, Aaron Rodgers is going to show up. Uh. Last game, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Ken, you was talking about Cleveland. Is, they, they four and one. They're, they're tied with Pittsburgh with the, uh, as the lead division, the lead dogs. This is a big game. They about to get their whoop. The Browns. They're gonna beat the shit. They're gonna beat the shit out of the Browns. I'm going with the Steelers, man. Black all day. I'm going with the Browns. I'm going with the Browns too. I'm going with the Steelers. Um, you still missing um, Nick Chubb? Got Kareem. I mean, Hunt. you got Kareem Hunt. You got the better back. I love Kareem Hunt, but he but he's not Nick Chubb right now. 
He's hurt too. Be Kareem Hunt right now. <laughs> he has a hamstring. Uh, Kareem Hunt got a uh, hamstring injury too, so he's playing, but he's hurt. We Pittsburgh you. by six. He said Pittsburgh by six. Pittsburgh by six. All right, we'll see. We'll see. How many touchdowns? Q for Clay Gould. Uh, let's say let's say about two. But I think Deontay Johnson, if he play, he he gonna get off. Mm. All right, moving on to NBA. All right, we know why they're here. We got the gang all here. Beezy finally here. Be on his phone talking to his I little. Know, I don't know. He just little, he, he caking just, on the phone right now. He turned his head like I don't want them to hear me right now. I'm over here talking to my little. <laughs> You can tell he got her saved in his phone yeah. as Tenderoni. <laughs> uh, hold on, they talking shit. Let me get off. Uh, <laughs> B said, I told you I'm going to be around like 11. You trying to hit me when I'm on the gym. Damn, I'm live right now. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be, be over there. 15, I'll be over there. 20 the minutes. Yeah, you cool. Cool. slide on through. They cool. They talking about open, too. Yeah, that front door open. Don't even worry about it, baby. You know how to get in. See, I ain't got to go to work till late tomorrow. <laughs> get, get, get his picks real quick, man. Before we get, get. Oh, we shit. ain't watching football, is he? He can still pick the damn game. The nah, see, the what's thing is, they talking about offense right now. Yeah, he counted. All right, well, give this shit. All right, um, B, who you got for Kansas City at Buffalo? Uh, Kansas City. They coming off of L, so they mad. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just you just redefined your friendship with Ken, with, with Ken right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Ken, you had the same picks I had? I, I definitely had the Steelers beating the Browns. <laughs> okay, okay. 